It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent, French, français, straight from Paris. I want to open The Rendezvous with a question for you tonight. Have you ever stayed in a relationship even though you were not happy? So I really wanted to know what you thought. So I posted on my social media, therendezvousshow.com, where I post everything, this very question. And... Here's what you voted. 67% of you said, yes, I've said in a relationship even though I was not happy. And 33% said, no, I have not. And I can tell you that I'm part of the 33% because I'm not a good faker. So if I'm not happy or grumpy, everybody knows about this. So I just, it's hard to say when, unless I guess you have kids, you have to. But otherwise, if you're not a parent, well, then you've got a question. Why would you want to stay like this for too long? Anyway, no judgment. If you have any question about that, though, or something else, 855-905-8255. Any question for me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Meg. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Meg. How can I help you tonight? Uh, yeah, so I've been married a really long time, 20 years with my husband, and mm-hmm. we have a great relationship, and we love each other, but lately, um, when I go to hold his hand, he doesn't really want to hold hands or her hold it quick and then put it down. He's mm-hmm. always like, I'm just hot. I'm hot. And I'm just like, really? I don't know. You're always hot and you don't want to hold hands. It doesn't seem normal. Hmm. Interesting. And so, a new intuition, do you think he's not telling you the truth, or you think that's true? I think it's something else, honestly. I do. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because, um, oh, you agree? Okay. It just, yeah, okay. But tell me why. Tell me why you think it's it's something else, and what could it be? Well, because it has. he's never really been like that before. We're always very honest with each other. And it's just consistently like, eh, eh, eh. and there's, and he doesn't really expand on it. He just kind of wants to move on and blow it off. It's not like we're having a conversation about it. It's kind of passive aggressive towards you to do this. Yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah. So maybe it's, he has an, he has an unspoken, something he hasn't said, something that maybe from a long time ago, like something is still on his mind. And he hasn't had the, the, the ways yet or the time, the right time to say to you why he's mad at you. So, Meg, here's what I would do. I would not reach out for his hand anymore until he reaches out to yours. But if he doesn't, in the next couple of months, said, you know, it's a little passive-aggressive what's happening, the fact that you don't want to hold my hand anymore. So let's just open every window possible in our relationship. Is there anything else that I've done that has pisses you off or upsets you? And then let's see what happens. Okay. Okay? And then when you tell him, you said, how would you feel if you reached out to my hand and I always would let it down after a second? Okay. okay. We'll see what he says. All right. Thank you very much. You're most welcome. With a good conversation, it will be resolved in time. I'm not worried. Okay. Thanks. You know, let's talk about how to connect also physically with our partner because that's also very important. And that is next on The Rendezvous. How important is it for you to connect physically with your partner? My last caller, Megan, said, you know, her husband doesn't want to hold her hand anymore. She was hurt. And then it was about something else. But 
you know, people think, you know, connecting is the romance. Yes, there is the romance. There is the kissing and everything else. But there is little things like holding hands, like touching, you know, for a second your partner's back, like, you know, put your hand on your partner's back when it's a bit stress time. I'm here. I'm here for you. Um, do things that are not related to romance, but related by I have you back, you're my partner. So holding hands, for instance, we, we are a team together, and, and that is very important. And I, I want to share a little story that I've learned, a mistake I've made years ago, because remember, this show is not to do like me. It's about to do much better than me. So let me share one of my many mistakes coming up next on The Rendezvous. So... I'm confessing, even though it's not my podcast like confession, but I'm confessing. When I was younger, I was certainly a bit of a jerk. So, you know, I didn't realize at times, you know, because you go out in clubs. I'm talking about early 20s. You know, you go out, you party, you do this. And I was kind of seeing this girl for about three weeks. And um, we were romantic. And then, you know, we would not hold hands and all this. And then one day she told me how that hurts her. And I felt really bad. You know, she said, you know, oh, you know, when you want to be romantic, you know where to find me. But when we're walking on the Champs-Élysées in Paris, you're not holding my hands. I said, I didn't know you wanted to. And I was being a schmuck then. So don't do like me. Do better than me and, and, and reach out to your partner so physically for things that has nothing to do with romance or ooh Everybody needs to feel loved, touched, and feel the warmth and the presence of our partner. That's really important. You call the next, 855 905 8255. I would love for you to share a love story with me tonight on the rendezvous. So call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Myra. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Myra. So you have a love story you want to share with us, right? Oh, I do. I um, It's really... Um, it was the defining moment in my relationship with my boyfriend and in our for our first year anniversary uh he knocked my socks off um it was the most amazing surprise um i came home from work Mm -hmm. and he answered the door as a bellhop from a hotel with the little cap and the whole suit and he took my purse and my bags and um and said you know greetings madam (laughs) welcome to your hotel and he handed me a glass of champagne and he sat me down on the couch and there were strawberries and chocolate laid out for me. And then he proceeded to serve me a five course dinner that he prepared himself with two desserts because he knows me well. Wow. Um, I'm jealous. (laughs) And then he, while I was eating, he did the dishes and he cleaned the kitchen uh, which is probably the most attractive thing a man can do. <laughs> um, and uh, and then he changed into a different outfit, and he asked me to follow him. He was like, right this way, madam, um, and took me into the bedroom where he had a massage table set up, and there was, you know, the, the spa music playing and mm-hmm. rose petals everywhere. And he gave me a, a like a deep tissue massage. I didn't even know he could do that. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, and then I fell asleep on the massage table. So he uh, he scooped me up and, and put me to bed. But 
yeah, I woke up the next morning and I was like, man, if you don't ask me to marry you, I don't know what I'm going to do. Myra, you're going to make a lot, a lot of our listeners jealous. Right? I mean, I'm jealous of myself. I don't know how he's going to top that. <laughs> yeah, that that, and then you're going to ask yourself, what am I going to do to top that myself for him? Right? Then I get you got to give back. Also, you got to share that romance. So you know, reciprocity is a beautiful word uh, in relationships. I'll give him a child. I think that's fair. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's the best ever. Yeah. All right, Myra. Well, thank you so much. I'm happy for you guys, and I'm telling you, I've heard a lot of stories. This guy is a keeper. <laughs> I would say yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Maha, and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Now, I got to go to my Facebook message because I just got one. It's about a couple and a wedding and a little or big misunderstanding. And that is coming up next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me about your partner, your relationship, but you can't dial in, just send me a message. You can send me a Facebook message, for instance, at The Rendezvous Show. Trish, what's going on with Catherine and her boyfriend right now? Catherine says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Catherine. My boyfriend and I have been dating for almost a year. His cousin is getting married next week, and he still hasn't asked me to go with him. When I joked about getting an invite, he told me he hadn't asked about me being his plus one and that it's really a family thing and then changed the subject. I know from his mom that this is going to be a big wedding. So I'm not really sure why he wouldn't ask if he could bring me. I'm confused and I don't know what to do. Okay, so basically, how would you feel if you're in a relationship for a year and your partner's cousin has a wedding? You're not invited yet. We're going to talk about that next. How would you feel if you've been together for about a year with your partner and your partner's cousin is having a wedding and yet you're not invited? Because your boyfriend hasn't asked about you, about the plus one. How would you feel then? What really upsets me, Catherine, is that he hasn't tried or hasn't asked yet. I get it's a big family thing and the family says, no, well, you know, you got you got to then deal with that. But what is upsetting, and I would tell him that, Catherine, I said, I'm, I'm not upset that we don't know the answer yet. I'm upset that you haven't asked about bringing me. And that hurts my feelings. And tell him the truth. Because if I was with somebody for a year, their cousin is having a wedding, and she would not ask for me to come to, I would get hurt. I would say, you haven't even asked? I would think it's a red flag. So let's give him a chance to explain. Maybe there's explanation, but tell him how you feel, and we'll see what he says. But that's a red flag in my mind. Thank you so much for your Facebook message, and you call us next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question for me? Amanda, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. You have a, a question for me. I do. I've been with my fiancé for going on four years now. Okay. And we were engaged two years ago. And he, after we got engaged, he really started talking about having kids. And... You know, I had been pregnant when I was younger, and it didn't work out. And, you know, I kind of just realized that I, I didn't want to have kids. And okay. my mom is opposed to it, and he is opposed to it, and his family is opposed to it. Everybody seems to be opposed to it. And I tried to explain to him that you shouldn't force somebody or try to change their mind into having kids. 
But as of now, you know, I mean, he's talking about when we get married next year about having kids right away. And so I don't know what to do. Okay. When was the last time you had this explanation with him? Uh, Like within the last week. Okay. And what did he say? He kind of joked about it and said, oh, as soon as we get married, I'm getting you pregnant. And, you know, I knew he was joking and that's fine, but. You know, I really don't want to to have an incident. When you say an incident, like like a like you're getting pregnant without, is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tough question, but I gotta ask you: Do you think, in your intuition, this is the right man for you? I mean, in every other sense of our relationship, yes. It's just the kid thing. So the danger is for the future, right? You've been together for four years, I believe you said, engaged for two. And now it's about the future because now, and that's a conversation I would like you to have with him is to say, listen, I don't want to have any kids anytime soon and maybe never. Therefore, if that's what you want right now or for sure, I'm not sure we can stay together because I don't want to do something that I will regret for the rest of my life. It's my right. And I don't want you also to not have a child if that's what you want. We have to be honest with each other to find a honest solution. Right. So I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm suggesting a conversation that is calm and honest about where you guys are, even if it's sad, but you can't have the unspoken of, we'll see what's going to happen later. Right. So, you know, good luck with the talk. Uh, Don't hesitate to reach out to me again uh, if you need more advice on this one, but I think you know what to do. Yeah, we will um, we'll definitely talk and figure things out, and I really appreciate your help. You're most welcome, Amanda. Good luck to you, and have a good night. Thank you. You know, it's interesting. When do you think, in a relationship, we should really address the question of having kids or not when we are together? Let's talk about the timing first on The Rendezvous. Next. So when do you think we should talk about the kid question, having kids or not, uh, when we are in a relationship, when do you think that should come up? Because that's a deal breaker. Some, like my last caller, Amanda said, like her, really don't want to have any kids. Fair enough. And some, like her boyfriend, really want to be a dad or a parent. So then what? So here's the thing, because it's a very difficult question, and things can change over time too, but it's something that we should discuss, I would say, before we decide to be exclusive. We don't have to rush about it. But let's say, you know, we, at first we're dating and it's all good. Then we have the DTR, define the relationship talk. That is when we should all talk about, hey, if things work out, do you want to have kids in life? You want to be a parent or not? And then be very honest with each other, even if we don't know. But that's a question we have to address. And how to address it. Let's talk about also the tone and the way to address it so it's not offensive or too much pressure. That's next. Stay with me. Say you're at the beginning of a relationship. Say, you know, you've been together six months. It's time for the DTR. I'm going to play it like it's Sunday at brunch. I like the idea of the brunch on Sunday. <laughs> After a good meal, because men get grumpy before they eat. You know that. Anyway, and then you decide to have the defined relationship. You guys are exclusive. How, what tone should you use to talk about the kid stuff, right? And here's my advice. When it comes to that most important question in life for any of us, do we want or don't want kids. We should be able to listen to each other, not blame each other, no pressure on each other, and ask kindly. 
because I think that women don't want to feel that you know like they're expected to automatically have kids. Men maybe also may not want to have some. So let's talk about it softly to each other, calmly. No guilt, no pressure, no problem, no drama. All right? Just keep that in mind if you're about to have this talk. You call the next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. If you're not sure about something in your relationship, just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Bianca. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous, Bianca. How can I help you? Um, so I, I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for about three years now, and mm-hmm. um, he, he, he's just been the perfect boyfriend. My family loves him. He and I are, you know, very compatible. He's like my best friend. Um, the problem is, is that we have different spending habits, and this is a very awkward situation because my boyfriend spends money on my family and my friends. So whenever we go out for dinner, if it's couples' night, My boyfriend pays for the whole dinner. Um, if it's my mother's birthday, he makes sure that she has the most expensive, beautiful present. We don't make a lot of money. I'm a teacher, and he's a lawyer that just started out on his, in his own practice. It's just it's getting to a point where the, the money is starting to stress our relationship. Okay. And so you want to know how to tell him that? I want to know how to tell him. I've told him as best I can, but he... thinks that I, that's what he should be doing, and he's not listening. Sure. Okay. So I understand, Bianca. So tell me, how did you say it? And then I'll give you another option. But how did you say it the last time you told him not to pay every time those such big bills? It's, it's okay for him to, to spend money on my mom at, on occasions and obviously to pick up bills, but let other people do it. We have our own concerns with things that we need to be able to save up for, And he's not hearing that. Okay, so now I'm going to give you another version. Tell me if you could say that too, okay? Yeah. You said to him, listen, you're making me and you're making us unstable. And you go, I cannot grow a love story on uncertain economic ground. So it's kind of passive-aggressive to be, want to be you know, liked by everybody else, but you realize that we are together. I'm a teacher. You're at the beginning of a, of a long professional life. But every time I yeah. know you're spending too much money you don't have, you make me unstable. And instability is the enemy of monogamy. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay? So he has to hear this and tell him, it's not for us. It's against us what you're doing. Oh, man, and I that's cannot. beautiful. And I cannot continue to not say anything. So then you said to him, ask yourself, why do you have to be passive-aggressive and make the tree of our love story unstable? And then you'll, yes. you'll, you'll see his face, okay? Thank you so much. <laughs> wow. I, I, hope, I hope that helps you and oh him. Oh, my God, it has. We are together. I'm going to take that away from this, this uh, advice. Thank you very much. You're most welcome, Bianca. Good luck to you, and I'm sure it's going to help you, so I'm, I'm confident. Have a good night. You too. I'll be right back with more Rendezvous. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. I mean it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing also your best love stories. You know, I want to say this now. When you share one of your precious love stories, you inspire me, really, for next time I'm dating to love better. 
I think that is the gift that we have on this show is also hearing all the love stories. And so thank you for that. I want to also invite you, if you want to maybe share with me another lesson of life, something you've did wrong, something that you know is on your mind, something you feel bad about, but you want not to be judged, share it with me and be part of my podcast, La Confession, where the truth always comes out so we can all learn from each other. So just go to therendezvousshow.com and we'll get you in. Thanks again for listening and bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.